all-seeing one, above me, around me, within me. Be my seeing as I read these sacred words. Look down upon me, look out from within me, look all around me. See through my eyes, hear through my ears, feel through my heart. Touch me where I need to be touched. And when my heart is touched, give me the grace to lay down this holy book and ask significant questions. Why has my heart been touched? How am I to be changed through this touch? All seeing one, I need to change. I need to look a little more like you. May these sacred words change and transform me. Then I can meet you face to face without dying because I've finally died enough. To die is to be healed a little more each death until that final death when I'll be healed forever. It will be a healing that will last. Your words are healing, although they bring about my death. O eye of God, look not away. January 17th, Genesis chapter 35 verse 1 through chapter 36 verse 43. Then God said to Jacob, Get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told everyone in his household, Get rid of all your pagan idols, purify yourselves, and put on clean clothing. We are now going to Bethel, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all their pagan idols and earrings, and he buried them under the great tree near Sechem. As they set out, a terror from God spread over the people in the towns of that area, so no one attacked Jacob's family. Eventually, Jacob and his household arrived at Luz, also called Bethel, in Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel, because God had appeared to him there when he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Soon after this, Rebekah's old nurse, Deborah, died. She was buried beneath the oak tree in the valley below Bethel. Ever since, the tree has been called Elan Bakuth, which means Oak of Weeping. Now that Jacob had returned from Padan Aram, God appeared to him again at Bethel. God blessed him, saying, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your name will be Israel. So God renamed him Israel. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants, and I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. 
Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and appointed the pillar with, anointed the pillar with olive oil. And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moved on toward Ephrath. But Rachel went into labor while they were still some distance away. Her labor pains were intense. After a very hard delivery, the midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid. You have another son. Rachel was about to die, but with her last breath, she named the baby Benoni, which means son of my sorrow. The baby's father, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave, and it can be seen there still to this day. Then Jacob traveled on and camped beyond Magdal Adir. When he was living there, Reuben had intercourse with Bela, his father's concubine, and Jacob soon heard about it. These are the names of the twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bela, Rachel's servant, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, were Gad and Asher. These are the names of the sons who were born to Jacob at Padan Aram. So Jacob returned to his father Isaac and Marm, which is near Kiriath Arba, now called Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years, then he breathed his last and died at a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. This is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. Esau married two young women from Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Othbamah, the daughter of Anna, the granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. He also married his cousin Basemath, who was the daughter of Ishmael and sister of Nebioth. Ada gave birth to a son named Eliphaz for Esau. Basemath gave birth to a son named Ruel. Obama gave birth to sons named Jehush, Jalam, and Korah. All of these sons were born to Esau in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his children, and his entire household, along with his livestock and cattle, all the wealth he had acquired in the land of Canaan, and moved away from his brother Jacob. There was not enough land to support them both because of all the livestock and possessions they had acquired. So Esau, also known as Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of Esau's descendants, the Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife Ada, and Ruel, the son of Esau's wife Basemath. 
the descendants of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kanaz. Timnah, the concubine of Esau's son Eliphaz, gave birth to a son Amalek. These are the descendants of Esau's wife Ada. The descendants of Ruel were Nebath, Zerah, Shammah, Mizah. These are the descendants of Esau's wife Basemath. Esau also had sons through Olabama, the daughter of Anna and granddaughter of Zibion. Their names were Jush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the descendants of Esau, who became the leaders of various clans. The descendants of Esau's oldest son, Eliphaz, became the leaders of the clans of Timon, Omar, Zepho, Kanaz, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Eliphaz, all of these descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. The descendants of Esau's son, Ruel, became the leaders of the clans of Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the clan leaders in the land of Eden who descended from Ruel, all of these descendants of the wife, Basemath. The descendants of Esau and his wife, Olabama became the leaders of the clans of Jush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the clan leaders who descended from Esau's wife, Olabama, the daughter of Anna. These are the clans descended from Esau, also known as Edom, identified by their clan leaders. These are the names of the tribes that descended from Seir the Horite. They lived in the land of Eden. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These were the Horite clan leaders, the descendants of Seir, who lived in the land of Edom. The descendants of Lotan were Hori and Hemam. Lotan's sister was called Timnah. The descendants of Shobal were Alvan, Mahanath, Ebal, Shepo, and Onam. The descendants of Zibion were Ai and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness while he was grazing his father's donkeys. The descendants of Anna were his son Dishan and his daughter Olabama. The descendants of Dishan were Hemam, Eshban, Ithran, and Karen. The descendants of Ezer were Bilan, Zavan, and Achan. The descendants of Dishan were Uz and Aran. So these were the leaders of the Horite clans, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. The Horite clans were named after their clan leaders who lived in the land of Seir. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, who ruled in Edom from his city of Dinabah. When Bela died, Johab, son of Zerah, from Bezor, became king in his place. When Jobab died, Hashem, from the land of the Temanites, became king in his place. When Hashem died, Hadad, son of Bedad, became king in his place and ruled from the city of Avith. He was the one who defeated the Midianites in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samla, from the city of Masquerah became king in his place. 
When Samla died, Shal from the city of Rehoboth on the river became king in his place. When Shal died, Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, became king in his place. When Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Paul. His wife was Mehetbel, the daughter of Matrid and granddaughter of Mezabab. These are the names of the leaders of the clans that descended from Esau who lived in the places named for them. Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Olabama, Ella, Penan, Kazaz, Teman, Mibsar, Magdal, and Iram. These are the leaders of the clans of Edom, listed according to their settlements in the land they occupied. They all descended from Esau, the ancestor of the Edomites. Matthew chapter 12 verses 1 through 21. At about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested, Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Haven't you read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priest on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is one here who is even greater than the temple. But you would not have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is Lord, even over the Sabbath. Then Jesus went over to their synagogue, where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, Does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes, so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, If you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were planning, so he left the area, and many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them, but he warned them not to reveal who he was. This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look at my servant, whom I have chosen. He is my beloved who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious 
and his name will be the hope of all the world. Psalm chapter 15 verses 1 through 5. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 21 through 26. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap.